With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. It's steep, but by no stretch of the imagination would we be that hard-headed. If that was going to be detrimental to a kid, being able to go out there and function and be able to play with, you know, uh, with his speed, then we would definitely scale back anything we had to. We're not, the, we're not an organization that's going to say this is what we do. You've got to figure it out. Like, we're going to maximize the, the athletic traits of our kids and let them play freely. I can vibe with that. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back to Coffee and Cream. That's Damon Benning. I'm Ravi Lula. We are here live from the H&H Chevrolet studio, and we, uh, we've got a lot to get to today. There's yeah. low-key actually a lot going on. Oh, yeah, for as sure. You probably could not tell by our first segment. Yeah, you know, it was, you got to ease into yeah, it. Yeah, you got to, you know, you don't yeah, have you to can't, jump can't, right in the deep end. You can't shoot your shot right off the bat. You know, you got to kind of get yeah. a lay of the land. Um, but I'm glad Shane not played that. Not everybody can be down with L block. <laughs> Take some, you know, we're not for everyone, much no. like much like Nebraska. We're not for everyone. <laughs> um, hey, we're not going to do that. It's detrimental. We're not going to do that as an organization. That was a really interesting thing I thought that Satterfield said. Right? Kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, cause I, and I wrote it down almost exactly word for word what that clip was that Shane played is, we will scale back whatever we have to, this is summarizing, to maximize the athletic traits of our kids. Like, that sounds really duh. <laughs> Right? Hey, how's that sound again? Duh. <laughs> but how many times, like, have we seen, oh, this guy just doesn't know the play. We can't get him in the game. Oh. Oh. Like, it, you – and I've said this for years. And tell me, I might be totally out of line here. Probably. Most likely. That tends to be where <laughs> – I mean, I'm going to go ahead. If you <coughs> preface it with that, I'm going to go ahead and ride with it. I might – you know, that's kind of where I live. It's fine. But I've said for years, like, you can't tell me that these – Guys that are playing as true freshmen at the Alabama, Ohio State, LSU's of the world mm-hmm. are all football savants that get the playbook memorized <laughs> like that. Yeah. You can't tell me that. I don't believe it. Yeah. So they're doing something to get those guys on the field that Nebraska doesn't do. And I get they're more developed in certain areas and things yeah, like so that. Yeah, but so are their peers. Yes. Right? They're still. It's all relative. The right? guys that they're competing against for jobs are also better. Yeah. So, on a scale here, we should be about even. Maybe even it's easier to get on the field theoretically at Nebraska because the guys ahead of you maybe aren't as good. Right. Those guys aren't going to the NFL like the guys at Alabama are. Right? Well. So, I mean, tell me if I'm crazy. But if they can do it at those places, why hasn't Nebraska been able to do it? That's something I've never been able to figure out, and nobody's ever been able to give me a good answer yeah, to no, it. I'm vibing. I, I'm, I'm definitely vibing with you. And isn't it weird because that was in regards to Doss. Yeah, the wide receivers, right? So, um, you know, they say he's kind of this combination of, of size and speed. And I don't really know how big he is, but I guess when you look at like a 
Jalen Lloyd or a, a, a Malachi Coleman sure. or you know Ty, some of these guys that are a little more angular mm-hmm. and and thin. Uh, and I think the thing that I liked about Doss is that he's. I mean, you still got to be able to run some sort of a semblance of routes. Yes. Right? But a lot of the fan base thinks really conventional like you did, right? Like, hey, listen, if you're fast, I don't care if it's a skinny, if it's a fade, if it's a go route, like if it's an over route, like just do that. <laughs> well, right? and it's not – for me, it's not just about the speed, right? I understand that there is a skill to route running. I understand that being a great route runner can overcome maybe some physical deficiencies in terms of, you know, look at some of the guys in the NFL, right, that have made great careers, like a Cooper Cup, for instance. Not the most physically impressive guy in the Would world. Would you rather be Cooper Cup or one more one-dimensional like DK Metcalf? I mean, I'd rather look like DK Metcalf. That dude's like jacked up, 6'5", like – yeah, that's too big for me. But six five is probably on the tall end of what I would want to be. But I mean, Cooper Cup could walk down the street and you wouldn't even know he's a professional athlete, right? <laughs> he's got like the Greg Maddox type <laughs> deal a little yeah, bit, yeah. just like very unassuming, just kind of a normal sized guy who just happens to be awesome at football. Um, I don't know. It's prob- I've always valued skill more than physical ability, so I probably go Cooper Cup. Yeah. In terms of, you'll take a shooter over a rim runner. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm a Steph guy, so that that kind of is – I'm a big, like, Pistol Pete guy. I like the skill sets, right? So give me a skill set over a physical freak. But I think with the Nebraska receivers and kind of what Nebraska has been doing in general is – Hang on real quick. Yeah. So Maddox or Clemens? Oh, Maddox. I'm a Maddox guy. Well, I hate Clemens for other reasons. Oh, God. I'm not saying – listen, I'm not saying Maddox was better or more dominant. The I red, pre- no, and I'm not getting that. I prefer Maddox. The Red Sox guy hates Clemens? Because – I mean, it's because of how he went down. He totally mailed in the end of his career with the Red Sox, goes to the Rays – or to the, to the Jays, all of a sudden's like, oh, I guess I'm good again. Like, there is a lot of animosity towards Clemens in the Red Sox nation. <laughs> Like, it is – they are very upset with him because yeah. he totally mailed in his last few years and then decided to win, like, four more Cy Youngs. So, right. there's not a well, lot Well, he finally of, got fit, right? Remember? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, fit. He got some help with, Stop some, it. with some of those injections you were talking about earlier. I have earlier. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so, even with backs, right, we would say with Wandell, I remember always saying, oh, just get him out in space. Or so, just get him out and say, you know, it's funny. It's like, hey, you go run a swing route. We're going to throw you the ball. You're going to be wide open. Yeah. It's like, right? oh, it do- you mean nobody's going to cover him? Oh, yeah, that's it terrific. It doesn't really work like that. But I do like the fact that they talk all the time, all the time about um, finding what guys do well and doing that. Because I remember for years, this is probably six, seven years in a row. Mm-hmm. And he said it to me again in Indy, but I was chopping it up with Jay. And he was like, Foreman, he said, you mean to tell me they can't find 10 plays for player X, 12 plays for player That's X? That's what I've always said. Like, you, you know, can't put a package together of stuff they know how to do? And he was even thinking more defensively. Like, if a guy is just is a good sure. pass, because he's seen it happen, right? Get him on the field in pass rush situations. Terrell Farley or yeah. Demario Williams or where you just play to people's skill sets. We saw it with, um, I only know this because he was a 49er guy, but Alden Smith at, at Missouri. Yeah. His – at, in college, he was only on the field in, like, third down <laughs> obvious pass rush yeah. situations. His first year in the NFL, he was only on the field in third down obvious pass rush situations. You can't tell me 
that you can't find spots for these guys that are athletically superior to the people playing ahead of them. No, I'm with I you. understand there's a part of you that has to there's a you have to have a certain amount of people that understand the entire scheme of what you're trying to do. But on those guys that aren't there yet that are really gifted, you can't find spots for them. Yeah, fit figured out. The thing that it reminds me of is and I think you'll appreciate this cuz you're an NBA guy. It reminds me of the Spurs. Right? Greg Popovich would sign guys that nobody else wanted because he liked what they could do and he didn't focus on what they can't do, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody else in the league, when they analyze a player, when they're scouting a player, they think about what they're trying to get this whole package of a player, right? They're going, oh, what can this guy do? What can this guy do? Oh, but he can't do X, Y, Z. Greg Popovich doesn't care about the X, Y, and Z. He goes, I need you to do A, B, C. You can do A, B, C. You're going to be really good for us. That's all I'm going to ask you to do. And then they look great. That's why Danny Green almost wins the finals MVP, because he only was ever asked to do ABC, and he was really, really good at ABC. Mm-hmm. Everybody else cared that he couldn't create his own shot, he couldn't dribble, and he couldn't do this, and he couldn't do that. Well, guess what? He can shoot, and he can defend at an elite level at the wing spot. Just have him do that. <laughs> Novel. Right? Yeah. Like, just have him do the thing that he's really good at. And that's why, uh-oh. Hey, Shane, is, is Brandon at 743? Uh, we've got, um, no, we've got Dean Hart at 740, at 745. Shane, should we try to sneak Daniel in or no? No, I'll, I'll let him know to call back. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I think we've got a spot at. Tell him to hit snooze. 830. Okay. So listen. Oh, he gets a long segment too. A little bit longer. Hey, yeah. so, so back to that, that, that train of thought. So, you know, basically I said, people are always trying to figure out what Nebraska's offense is, right? It's obviously going to be run heavy, run action. I think they will get out on the perimeter and run a ton of option mm-hmm. um and they'll have packages for that right like if you like harburg or you like purdy or you think they're athletic let's that go. was one of my big takeaways from watching south carolina tape the last like yeah i was go i was vibing with your text right mm-hmm. like watching them and the the qb run game with joiner getting in there yeah. for rattler there's gonna there's gonna be a package for either harburg or i don't know if they've got like a wide receiver or somebody they like in like a wildcat thing but Joyner played quarterback at South Carolina the year before, so I think it's going to be Harburg or Purdy because they want the threat, the threat of the throw, even if they don't use it a ton. So it's interesting because I remember being – we were at a couple of practices and I was with um, Dom, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan's dad, mm-hmm. Rayola, not Donnie. And we, he was specifically talking about times they took the quarterback off the field for QB run stuff. Yeah. And I didn't know if, like, he didn't like it or, or what, but he, he – you know, I just knew, like, okay, he's obviously studying mm-hmm. Sats Sats pattern, but I think you're absolutely right. Like, they did if, a if ton you think, of South Carolina. If, if you think Harburg's a top ten athlete, you'll figure out how they'll to get him on the field. Get him on. The I don't field. care if he plays quarterback or what; they'll get him on the field. Or you know, whatever the the skill set is. Like Ramirez Johnson is is another guy that they're I think gonna is going to get him on the field. Yeah, they'll they're going to find out a way to get him on the field. Things that he does really well: Janarian Bonner, Borkature. They'll find. I want to come back to Bonner. Okay, because there's a there's a corollary at South. We're kind of sleeping. Yeah, there's a corollary at South Carolina that they used a ton. Tom Deanhart coming up next on Coffee and Cream.